it is the final day of March, which already is a little much to accept. But here we are, day two of the baseball season. The boys of summer doing their thing. Oh my gosh, what a great time to be alive, right? I'm first warning meteorologist Eric Burris. This is Coffee Talk. We get together seven days a week to chat about what's going on in the world of weather. On Fridays in the quiet season, we uh, have the Coffee Talk drive through And uh, this year we've kind of been talking to various meteorological types. I'm super, super, super excited for today's guest and uh, look forward to chatting with him in just a couple of minutes. But we do need to set the stage at least and just kind of check in on things, right? Let's see. Tower cam looking good, so we'll get right out there. There's a shot looking toward the tourist district. It's a little hazy this morning. Not bad. Not bad at all. Temperature-wise, very, very comfortable. We are sitting with readings in the 50s and 60s. We are at 66 degrees in Orlando. That's not bad at all, right? Brevard County over at the beach, just a little bit warmer. 73 Melbourne. It's 70 degrees Titusville. Into the 60s for Volusia, 50s in Flagler. And up into Marion even, we're sitting in the 50s. Satellite and radar composite looking gorgeous. A couple of clouds kind of gradually working our direction, but uh, we've got sunshine in the forecast today, my friends. So let's look at the forecast then, shall we, right? 12 hours. Looking good. This morning, mainly clear skies. Into the afternoon, though, those temperatures are going to start to warm up. Average high about 81. Keep going and keep going. Yeah, we'll do about 86 by 3 o'clock this afternoon. So county by county, you can see. I mean, it's toasty, right? Beaches because of that onshore component, and it will be a nice breezy one. Uh, we'll be in the lower 80s there, but it's 85 in Sanford, 87 degrees in Leesburg, 88 degrees in the Villages. Really nice, really nice weather. Okay, so that's a look at where we're at today. We'll we'll look at the seven day forecast when when I put my guest on the spot and have uh, have this person do the seven day forecasts. But uh, for now, let's let's welcome him in. So let me let me just let me share a quick backstory and set this up. Okay, I'm in high school. My mother tells me. For your birthday, I've spent no money, but this may be one of the most important birthday presents you've ever had, and blindfolds me and my friends and says, I'm going to take you somewhere special. Okay, dress up nice. Okay, whatever. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in high school. I think I'm a freshman. I don't know. I was young. Um, takes me down to the television station, and uh, this is the picture from that day. This is... This is I mean, at this point, we're probably talking like 24 years ago, something. So you've got you've got a young me, okay? My brother, who works at that television station now, which is ironic, uh, my dear friends. And then in the back here, in the back here, is a gentleman by the name of Glenn Richards joining us live and in living color. Glenn, good morning, buddy. I would agree. I love that picture. Uh, you know, I have, I remember that picture and got a, you know, and I, and I remember that time. I don't remember exactly that day. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. But the, um, but boy, what a, boy, what a, what a, what a blast to the past on that. So that's, that's wonderful. Many years ago. And so I, I, <laughs> I had bothered you and you said, the only way you can intern is if you get credit. And I said, that's right. So, so if I get credit, and, and I feel like I terrified you in that moment because I went and got credit and I was a high school intern for you. Oh, yeah, that was I mean, and, and, and quite honestly, it's uh, I mean, maybe 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 others have done this. I don't know, but it's kind of unheard of. Yeah. Uh, to 
to uh, to take someone who's like a freshman sophomore in high school yeah. uh, and start them up as, as, as an internship. So yeah, I had to get some special permission when I was at the uh, at Channel 9 and um, uh, from the HR folks and all that for, for you. But you know what? You, you had that special something back then. Uh, with which that something is just obviously a love and a passion of weather. And, uh, and you know, and when you find those people, you just hang on to them and, oh, uh, and, 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 uh, and, and, and participate, you know, with them, grow with them. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, you learned a lot from me and I learned a lot from you oh, uh, as the years went by. Thank you. Thank you. So, so I have nothing but admiration for this guy. Uh, and so I'm, I'm so grateful for you now in retirement, uh, to yes. come hang out. So, so tell, tell me, tell everybody, catch everybody up on, on what life is like in this retirement phase of your life. It's, you know, I'll tell you, it's great because it is, um, it, it, I mean, for me, I, I'm kind of younger, a little bit, I think maybe younger retire. I always had a goal when I, when I would hit around 55 that if I wanted to retire, that I could. And, you know, just as the years went by, uh, the last year or two as like 54, then 55, I was like, you know what? Talking to my wife, I think, I'm like, I think I'm going to do this. And yeah. uh, so I'm very fortunate that I was able to get myself in a position, you know, financially uh, to be able to, to do this. And, uh, you know, so I did. And so uh, here I am, and I spent half of my year, a little bit more than half the year, for tax purposes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, in in Florida, uh, and the other half of the year is uh, up in Minnesota, and uh, way up north, up near the Canadian border. Um, got a couple of places there. One that we use as a rental, and then the other one we uh, I bought uh, about four years ago. It's a 100 year old cabin, wow. and I've been rebuilding it, and uh, and it's now livable. Uh, the first year was not, so I slept out on the back porch while I was destroying it and everything. My wife no just way. down here in Florida. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was bad, real bad. And uh, But anyway, so yeah, so I've spent part of the year up there and part of the year here. And uh, it's, uh, it, you know, it's great. You know, so this is the only time I've been up this early in the last like year and a half is to go fishing or duck hunting. So just so you know, this is a special occasion. So. Well, and and I, <laughs> I recognized that when I asked you, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, <laughs> and, and truth be told, when you were the night guy at, uh, at the television stations here in central Florida, you did still wake up early to go fishing. That is your, one oh, yeah. of your greatest joys. Oh yeah. Anything outdoors for me, you know, it's, uh, and, and for, for me now I'm, I'm a combo guy. So, uh, from, from, uh, I, I, I like to duck hunt. I like to just be outdoors. I like to kayak. I like to, uh, camp. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you, there's this, this part of the, uh, uh, Northern Minnesota, it's called the boundary waters. If anybody out there enjoys true rugged, outdoors the way it used to be with no cell phones because there's areas many areas up there there's there's no you can only it's only satellite connection yeah um it's called the boundary waters and it's northern minnesota and you can there's no roads no motors allowed it's old voyager uh, uh pathways wow. and trails that the uh, fur traders used way back when and uh and it's just thousands of lakes and uh, it's, it's a great place to uh, to go and uh, a lot of good friends up there mm -hmm. that I've made. And it's a um, and it's it's not something I do constantly, but it's something I definitely do uh, many times a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so if anybody loves that kind of thing, look into it. Um, you know, mosquitoes are wicked in June. So don't go in June. <laughs> but the rest of the year is OK. So. Every, everybody's just kind of impressed with that. Uh, uh, Chris says Glenn's a true outdoorsman. You've always been that way, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I can recall when, uh, and, and, and it's timely because today's the second day of the season, but I can recall um, you rolling in to do the forecast completely sun-kissed from either yeah. fishing or from being out at spring training baseball or oh, what yeah. have you. You do oh, yeah. love. Oh, yeah. I used to always catch catch uh, crap from uh, the news director at that time. We would always, she would always be, uh, she was only there a short time, but she would always be. You know, hey, you're so sunburnt. You don't, you know, you got to put put all that makeup on and cover it up. It looks you're too red. I'm like, I'm just like everybody else. Yeah. I'm just enjoying the outdoors. Right. So I used to, I used to go out all sunburnt all the time. So sorry. All right. So let's reflect on your career because, um, it, I mean, you had a very long career in Central Florida, and even if you retired young, uh, which I think yeah. that that's everybody's dream. Um, you you had many years. When did you start? First off, when did you start in television? Let's just go there. Uh, 1988. It was my first, uh, yeah, first right out of college. Um, uh, w, gosh, I can't remember, I can't remember uh, WLFI. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in Lafayette, Indiana. Still there, West Lafayette. Market yep. 1. I think it's 191 still. Um, okay, so you're so, <laughs> keeping yeah, it's one of the smallest TV markets you could ever start at. So, and I used to always tell all my interns this. I, it'd be like, uh, or anybody interested, you know, getting into the industry was like, start at the smallest place possible so that you can just be yourself, don't have a ton of pressure on you, yeah. and you can grow. Uh, and you can get a ton of airtime. And so, uh, you know, get your hands dirty because if, you know, everybody's like, oh, I want to go to a bigger market. You know, go to a bigger market than, you know, a lot of times it's it might be a little too rushed for you. I've yeah. had an intern or two that did start at a much, you know, very large, I thought a relatively large market starting out. And, and it was a rough go for them. Yeah. And um, and so start small. Uh, and then after that, went to uh, Rochester, New York. Um, that was after three years. Then was uh, did the morning news up in Rochester, New York, morning to noon. Uh, and then back in 1993, um, uh, was offered the position uh back here in Orlando, starting out doing weekends. And that lasted about a year. And then I worked my way up after about a year and a half or so to uh, evenings and uh, stayed in evenings um, for good God. I don't, you know, what's this about 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So worked a lot of nights. Wow. That's here. I am working weekends like a, 17 years on TV, <laughs> but I haven't moved around as much as no, you. Well, you have a ton of responsibility with the things you do and you use your combination of obviously communication skills, but your technology skills. And so, you know, uh, I'll tell you, that's one thing I, again, you, and there's a, there's another uh, intern back then, Justin Mosley, Justin, he's over in uh, Sarasota. Yep. Two of you guys are real similar in the standpoint that you guys are like two peas in a pod and that you just love to push any concept and any idea in weather. It's like any way of technology, any new new, new thing to put on TV, new, uh, you know, uh, just like what you're doing here with us, yeah. you know, uh, here in the morning and, and, and the coffee talk. And so, you know, it's a, that's, to me, that's what people want. You know, people, I hate to say it, but you get bored of yeah. the same thing and uh it's pretty mundane everybody's let's face it all the stations have got similar graphics and everything else so you got to find find ways of um of of, i think and it makes it good for you as a meteorologist is to do something different to challenge yourself otherwise you go through and it's the same old thing day after day well and and i have to i have to thank you because here's this you know you guys have to understand glenn had been the head weather guy at this station for years in walks this high school kid Glenn took the time 
Now, it's not like it is today where there's 16 weather computers around and everybody gets a computer. Yeah. We, ha- If I remember, we had one graphics computer. Yeah. And you were willing to scoot back, no. slide my chair in and say, all right, let's work on some things together. And right. I mean, I've got to give you credit. That's that. I mean, that's that's yeah. a leadership uh, skill that you picked up along the way somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I think you know part of probably playing sports. You know, I was yeah. I was always a, a a team baseball pitcher uh, player, and so yeah, it's it's a team deal. And uh, but I'll tell you, you know, again, it's a it was it was it was a lot to do then. And um, but in the end, you ended up doing my job, and I still got paid. So we're well. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thank you for that. That's 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 great. Um, it, you know, it's it's one of those things where a mentor through and through you have always been for me and 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 I don't you know I I it's no surprise you left one television station went to another here in central Florida um and and I don't know how you know how much we want to get into that certainly but like right. I, for what it's worth once Glenn left the television station that I was at he didn't stop being a mentor um and and that will forever I think pave my opinion of what a mentor mentee relationship can be because you took me and Justin uh you know Justin and I through your entire journey of your career once you kind of picked us up as 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 mentees and and for, you know I can never say thank you enough for that because you really you gave us you let us hit the ground running and took us along that journey good bad all yeah. of those elements Right. Yeah. No, it's it, 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 it was uh, going through that transition from being at the other station, be ending up over at Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, that transition was was a tough one, you know, and it uh, but it was something that actually allowed me to grow. And, and that's, you know, and that's one thing I learned through, you know, through anything of adversity uh, that anybody runs into, never look at it as a, um, as a, as a negative, I, you know, there might be an initial time where you think, Oh yeah, this kind of sucks, you know, and we gotta do, we gotta do this change, but you know what, but through it, you grow. And, um, and through that growth, things go better. And that's when I remember when, then when I transitioned then over to the Fox station, uh, for how many, uh, 17 years, you know, uh, that I, that I was there, was you know fantastic and that's the it, because i was able to do do things the way that i really felt like they should be done you know mm-hmm. it was it, it's interesting the way times have changed you know for me i was always known and that was kind of actually our our promos back then i was known as the calm in the storm yeah and that yeah. was the that was kind of the deal for for many many years and and, and that really fit me um and that's and and, and and but to me that's a science base that's not a personality base mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. A science because the calm is in science right because if you have good science yeah um then you can calm your viewers and i really feel like and that's what people are looking for yeah. you know i remember going through a hurricane charlie and, and i'm sure you've encouraged you know you, you had the same response to many viewers yeah when when a lot is going on and they know that you're giving them information that can make a difference for them and or their kids or out on the road or somebody's traveling or for them personally in their home that happens to be shaking at the time when this when a hurricane is coming through or some severe weather is coming through when mm-hmm. they uh know that you are doing it when you're when you're doing good science yeah um they trust you they feel calmer they feel better 
and you're doing your job there. Yep. And, um, and, and, and it's, and that's the way, so it has to be built on science. Yeah. It's, it's, so that's why I was always a big, that's why whenever I would hire people, when I would look at interns, it, is this a weather nut or is this just somebody who likes to be on TV? It, and there's a difference. 100%. And, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the viewers can see right through that as well. They you can. can tell when somebody is here, like I'm going to be Insta famous, Glenn, <laughs> you know, right. Right. Let's oh, check yeah. me out. <laughs> and, and you know, and, and you know what? And, and, and in this day and age with social media and everything, there's a place for that too. And sure. that's, and that's great, but that's not what I felt I wanted to be part of. Agreed. And so I wanted to always make sure that I had, I was in an environment where it was science first, uh, not geeky science, to, you know, in a, in a bad way, yeah. not bad, but you know what I'm saying to where it's just like, all right, this is pretty boring, yeah. but you know, but rather, um, informative, cutting edge, yeah. new, uh, pushing the envelope, um, and but doing it in an authoritative way, not getting too excited about right. it. Right. You know, people don't people have enough excitement going on in their house when yeah. something's happening. They don't need you to be excited. So, um, so to me, that has always been, I think, the the goal of a TV meteorologist. Mm. And I think it's the challenge still, especially because everything is being pushed so much in the world of social media yeah. and lights and all that other stuff that you, you can't fall into that trap. I don't believe, I believe the, the, the real, the real ultimate pinnacle. Um, and sometimes I think maybe news direct some, some news directors and people need to be reminded. This yeah. is that pinnacle is, is the science. Yeah. And it's then the trust that comes along through with that. And so, I think it's, it's, it's a balance. It's a balance. It, it is. And television is such a unique bird. I think in the social generation, you know, you learn about skew T, you learn about all these different meteorological tools. I actually, on this platform, Glenn, I get to use that. Like when there's a severe weather event, I get to pull it out and we all get to chat and. and yes, you do. That's that, wild. And that is the one thing I have to say. I don't think the people in central Florida may, maybe they do if they've traveled enough, but the, the, the bulk, if not all the meteorologists here in central Florida uh, are a gift. Um, I'll tell you what, the science that is done yeah. The accuracy that is done um, and the professionalism that is done is 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 to me phenomenal. Yeah. Now I don't travel enough. I only go up to Minnesota, <laughs> right? Right. The woods. So, but the but the but I'm sure it's like that in other markets too. But to me, I 100% agree with you that what is out there today technologically that yeah. you're using uh, is 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 so good. And 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 in the fact that it's accurate, it's based on the, the different uh, computer model yeah. runs that are constantly updated. The yeah. technology, the radar technology, it is all there, and that is what people people do want. And you know, they, they again, the, the, there's time for fun, but then there's time for for for, for give me the real stuff. Oh, yeah. This stuff's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, for for what it's worth. Looking at the foundation of what I've always tried to be, Glenn, you know, you had mentioned a couple of the, the ways you've always tried to view things. And and these are the these have become the bedrock of who I've always tried to be. Um and 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 I feel like it's because I picked it up from you. And another thing that I I, I love that, that you always taught me um was never to, you know, when you were on weekends and we had these conversations, you know, hey Glenn, you know, how to how did you get ahead in your career? I, right. you know, I just, I was a kid 
And, right. and and you said never turn down an opportunity to fill in for somebody. No matter what right. the shifts are, they're all opportunities. Just like you had said with these other and and I still to this day I will never turn down a shift if I right. can get, just it's another opportunity to get out and do my thing and and That's right. Just hearing you kind of give this yeah. little piece of it, I'm like, whew, feel yeah. like I'm a high schooler again. I, you know, <laughs> but that's what has made me who I've become, and right. I'm so grateful. Right. I'm blowing up the guy's ego, but 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 yeah, yeah no, no, it's yeah. genuinely true. Yeah. But it's you know what, but but that's where, but honestly, that's where having the right people that are passionate about weather. Um, you know, and there's many that are that, that, that many that love weather, and there's yeah. and then there are some that are just fanatical and passionate in a good way. Yeah. And uh, you are one of them. And so it's and to me that is where you know it, again it's and it's the truth. And, but again, there's there are others like us. We're you know we're not aliens, but the but but to me those are the 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 folks who you want yeah. to work with. And so and to me there's a lot of them here in central Florida yeah. that are fanatical about weather and, and, and as it should be. And because it is a serious uh, deal, most of the time it is like, it's been, right. this, you know, this past spring, summer has been great. I spring training baseball. I'm so sad it ended, but the, <laughs> uh, you know, but the real season's here, but the, you know, it's probably been the best, right. It's, uh, probably weather for spring training baseball that I can remember in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it didn't, I don't think it rained once. <laughs> it's the third. It's the third driest start to a calendar year in Orlando history. So there's that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So sorry, but I'm not. You know, just because I have, even though I do love weather. Yeah. I I am not a regular viewer anymore. <laughs> that, that's okay. Listen, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. All right. So a couple of questions are coming in from from the viewers. So we have to ask that. So Brian Keller's asking question for Glenn. Who was sure. your teacher when you first got into television, and what state, what station? How did that play out? That's a great question. Sure, it is a great question. It's Tom Skilling uh, <laughs> in uh, WGN in Chicago, and uh, I grew up watching him. He was just he was one of those guys. He God love him, or you know, kind of a roly poly uh, dude, and. Um, but he could care less about what his suit looked like that day. He was just so fanatical about weather and yeah. loved it. And again, pushed every idea that was out there. He used water vapor imagery, water vapor, what's water, vapor? <laughs> you know? And so, you know, I, I remember when I first started using water vapor back in the uh, early nineties at, uh, at the other station, the, <laughs> it was, you know, it was, uh, it was it was a new concept, but again, that's science. And so it was Tom Skilling, and that was back uh, when I was a kid growing up. So he uh, uh, and I ended up actually uh, meeting him uh, at a um, at a, uh, a weather conference mm -hmm. uh, back when I was just getting out of college, and I thought I was gonna like gonna, you know, and I ran into him in the bathroom. And I thought I was gonna <laughs> of pass course, out, you know? so yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, so <laughs> so right. so you never interned for him. So how did you? weasel your way through into the tv side from education you know it was just uh, again for me it was just it's, it's, it's all i ever wanted to do so when i was a little kid uh, i still I actually still have it I, I gotta find it somewhere but when i when i was going through as a teenager uh every day in, in school i would draw a map of mm -hmm. the united states and every day i would do it and i would draw where the current cold fronts yeah. were 
pours rain in, where things, because that's all we had back then. We didn't right. have computers, right, or phones. So everything you were, so, you know, it was just, a, it was, it's all I ever did. Had a little weather station that I built out of that <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't always work when it got too windy, it blew over. Um, but, um, you know, it was one of those things where it was just there. And so I worked my way just through, I just knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So when I couldn't be a baseball pitcher, because I messed up my shoulder, uh, then I knuckled down on the meteorology courses and got my degree from Northern Illinois University. So Wow. Love yeah. that. Love that. Yeah. Um, all right. So Debbie's asking, and, and it's because it's coffee talk, so we ask always, beverage right. of choice, coffee, tea, something else, hot toddy? <laughs> uh, you know, it's... Uh, Honestly, a cold beer now uh, with some uh, lime juice in it. So uh, that's that's always my uh, end of end of, end end of the day for me. End of the day around five o'clock. Um, it's uh, it's cold beer and a uh, well, just one though, not yeah. too many. So yeah. I've got to try and keep up the uh, you know the physique a little bit. So <laughs> if that's what retirement looks like, baby, sign me up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, coming someday. Someday I'll get there. I think it's funny you talk about. Tom Skilling and and you retired before he did. I mean, he's got. Yeah. I mean, he's still kicking up there in Chicago. He is. He is. Well, you know what? Again, he's just his his passion is is I'm sure so great. Um, and he just yeah, he just he's he you know he's he, you know he's gonna die doing it. And uh, you know, and, and to some extent, I always thought I would too. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things where I kind of hit a point, and I think when I hit you know, hit my mid fifties, and, and my wife's a little bit older than I am. She, she can't hear me right now, but, um, but the, uh, um, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, do I really want to be in my sixties and she's in her, you know, older and it's like, do I really want to do that? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, I don't, yeah. you know, it's like, I'd rather, and then, then, uh, I, I got this bug in me from, uh, I don't know if it was a tick, but it was up in Minnesota. So I ended up getting this bug of going to Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, and so it was just one of those deals where I found that, uh, that just seemed to be the next phase of my life. And, yeah. um, and, you know, and I, and I will have to, and even though it's a little scary when you make that transition, yeah. um, I, I think everybody should do that. You know, I, I think as your life goes through, there's nothing wrong with doing something different and reinventing yourself a little bit. Not that you're wanting to change anything, yeah. like anything's bad, but you're just, you're growing. Yeah. And so to me, when you stop growing, it's, you know, might as well start digging a hole in the backyard, right? So there's another one of those Glennisms that I carry with me. <laughs> um, so in this new chapter, do you miss TV? Do you miss? I, I can't imagine you miss TV. TV business yeah. is terrible. Do you miss the yeah. weather part of it? I do. I do. I I do miss the uh, the coming up with the new ideas of graphics yeah. and new things. I love I love really Eric some of the things that you're doing. Um, the uh, uh, that are just based on science, but putting it in an easy to understand concept for people, and that's that's the job, right? Thank in you. the end of a uh, of a weather person. So I do miss that. Uh, but yeah, the the the, the TV the end of it and that's pretty much what kind of helped make help me to make that decision was the, uh, the 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 length the length of days working nights for um you know 27 years yeah. basically straight um the you know and just the uh, the constantness of it you know because because you know you add a lot of shows all these shows continue to get added yeah. uh so before you know it it's just like you're just going non-stop and it was just kind of like you know do i really want to do this for 10 or 15 more years yeah. and it's like that yeah. well and it's so it's yeah. it's not just that long shift i mean it's hey the promo department glenn we wanted to tape a new promo with you and then there's severe weather tonight and you're there until right. 2 a.m and then there's a hurricane right. coming and your vacation is canceled and, Correct. and as you said you know it's 
you're not getting younger. Your wife's not getting any younger. You, you know, your daughter's not getting any Like all of these yep. things have to add up right. after a while, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, by the way, I, I will I will tell you a little, I will tell a little plug. Um, since baseball season, you're a big baseball fan. My daughter is the, uh, was announced. She was, she's the manager. I don't, I don't remember. She's a, uh, a big sports fan. Absolutely. She's, she's the second, she's always played sports, always played baseball. Uh, she is now the manager of the Hills, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks high A affiliate team. So she's the only second woman Whoa. in Major League Baseball. Yeah. So her name, yeah, her name's uh, Ronnie Gajownik. Look at that. Name. And so she's, so if, if anybody's a huge baseball fan, the Hillsboro Hops, they're up in uh, outside of Portland, Oregon, and uh, their season starts up next week, the, uh, you know, the minor leagues. And so that's pretty cool. So it's, uh, I'm pretty excited for it. So that's what I was doing a couple of weeks ago. I was out in spring training yeah. out in Arizona, just watching baseball games. So. And hanging with your daughter, watching your daughter do yeah. that, the real yeah. deal, man. That's, yeah, yeah. I'm blown yeah. away. That is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. She was a coach before, but now she's the manager. So she's running the team. And uh, and she was all excited because uh, it's it's Otani, right? Otani is the baseball player. The, the, uh, he's, uh, he's on the Astros. He's, the, he's like the phenom, right? He, okay. he pitches and he hits. Yeah. Right. He throws like, a, and yeah, he was pitching the game against her. So after the World Baseball Classic was finished, so it was wow. pretty cool. So yeah. The, uh, so, so 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 I'm so I'm kind of living vicariously through her in the baseball baseball world now too. That's keeping me busy. But you know what? Isn't that that's that's your legacy through your daughter? How much yeah. how much more could you ever ask for? Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, it's really cool. And 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 also the timing works out pretty good too with me uh, not having the responsibility on the TV yeah, and right. I get to travel. A lot more and go uh, watch tons of baseball. I'll be going out to Oregon here in another week or so That's to go awesome. watch those games. So yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. I love it. All right. More questions from the viewers. Um, did, did Glenn know Bob Sheets? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Bob and I used to, there was that, that when he got done being the director of the National Hurricane Center, uh, he and I worked together for, I think, it was probably a good four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember working with Bob. Bob, what a great guy. Um, uh, so, so obviously knowledgeable, but so, uh, um, he would work with anybody. He would work with me. He would help me to understand some of the things because he just, just a depth of knowledge. Yeah. Um, but I remember one time sitting with him because he was so adamant. He wanted to get the, um, the infrared satellite pictures that he was then using because he would do the stuff locally with us because at our station. And then he would go on and do the uh, ABC National News and, and Good Morning America and things like that. And he would do it from there and uh, from here locally uh, at Orlando. And so I was working with him because he really wanted his IR satellite pictures to be the exact same color <laughs> that he had when he was the director of the Hurricane Center because right. he felt like all of the color, the color tables that were out there were just garbage. And so <laughs> I remember I worked with him. It's like, oh, my God. It's like we went through this thing. It took us literally like two days oh, man. of fine-tuning every mm. level of, of uh, cloud top temperature yeah, to yeah. correlate to certain uh, 
color. Right. And, and just the blend of colors, the grading of colors and everything, and the transparency of the color to make it look so that, and I'll tell you what, by the time we got done, it looked it was phenomenal. Yeah. It looked great. And then I used it for <laughs> right, right. the next like 10 years. You know? <laughs> it was great. And I tried recreating it later, but it's so hard to recreate because he wasn't there to help me recreate it. Yeah. So it's, See, it's awesome. And and now I could be like, well, we'll just find the file online and, and grab the, the color table. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't make it that easy. All yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Um, all right. Another good question. Um, what was the hardest part of your career? Mm. You know, I think the hardest part was really the 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 it was I, i'd have to say the last like four years mm-hmm. was the the constantness of of doing uh shows on tv yeah to where you don't have the time to create yep and to me that is huge yeah. because to me in the end that's what i found the most exciting yeah i, I mean i enjoyed being on tv but I enjoyed more creating stuff to be on TV yep. and coming up with new ideas to be on TV. And when I just, it was just physically was not possible to do both. Yeah. And so that was the hardest part for me. I get, I, I so get that. The, oh, I, I'm in the middle of something great. And then, hey, two minutes. It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's just just trying to find that time. It's, yeah. it, was, it was tough. But again, there's still there's plenty to do. So maybe that was me. Maybe I, maybe I could have put in more. But the um, but that was the toughest part. I would have to say. Totally so, get that. What's yeah. the most memorable weather event you covered on TV? I would have to say Hurricane Charlie. Yeah. Uh, when Charlie came through, it was one of those deals that was it was uh, what was was that two thousand oh four the year two thousand four. Yeah. So I was only at Fox for. That's like my second year. Mm-hmm. And we were still in the midst of changing all the technology out. We put a radar up and all that stuff when I first got there. And so um, I remember being on the air and, and the technology, and they just had a hard time at the, at the station and the news end of it. So every live shot was failing. Nothing worked. <laughs> and so by default, it was just, let's go to Glenn. Right. And so I literally, I remember going from that morning, because Charlie was so quick, it like you know, it was like from like, 10, 11 in the morning until I think it was like around midnight. It was midnight, yeah. Moved off midnight, Daytona. Got over Daytona. Um, and it was, so it was literally for like 12 hours straight of Glen. Um, and I loved it because it was just, it was just tracking. Here's the front edge. Yeah. If you live in Winter Springs, this is who it's going to, it's going to hit you in like eight minutes. And this is what you're going to get. And then we would get some phone calls in from people and who said, Hey, we just went through the, uh, you know, the strongest part of Charlie mm-hmm. there in uh, South of Orlando. And, you know, here's what happened. And all these trees came down mm-hmm. and it was, it was just great live TV. Yep. Yep. And, um, and so I, yeah, I really, really, um, um, enjoyed that professionally. It was, it was obviously a blow to central Florida, but, um, but it was, it was definitely memorable. I, I, I would agree. I mean, that was my first hurricane, um, mm-hmm in the TV side of things. And I think that that really showed what good and bad in, in our profession could be because there was, you know, there was some ball dropped there, you know, not on the national weather service side, but just, you know, like some, some TV did better than others. Central Florida hadn't been hit in so long. And so it was kind of, an awakening of sorts. I feel it like. was. Oh, it was. It was. It was a shaking of the tree. Yeah. Uh, at that moment, 
and um, yeah, it was it was it was it was memorable. Yeah, for for many reasons, and um, um, yeah. But I will have to say this: I I, I really missed out for me uh, going through Ian this past year because I was actually on my way up to Minnesota uh, for a hunting trip. Yeah, and um, and and the day I was supposed to be leaving was the day that Ian was going to hit. And about, so I had to make a decision. It's like, do I want to be here for Ian? And I knew if I did stay that I wouldn't get out for days. Yeah. Um, and so I would end up missing part of this trip, which was a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I ended up leaving early. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I literally got out about two hours before they shut the airport. Down. Wow. Um, and so I wasn't here uh, for Ian coming through this past year, even though I was tracking it live. Uh, up in it because I'm on my laptop. Right. Uh, I had li- a live radar feed from the weather service, and so I was just tracking it as if I was on TV. I yeah. was I was enjoying the tracking of it, but I I, I, I definitely talk. felt disconnected. I felt like I was I was supposed to be here, um, but that's part of uh, I guess part of retirement. So if you ever feel like you you miss it a lot, I know I could talk to my <laughs> boss about a little you know pop in assistance <laughs> if you ever feel like you need to listen you know yeah yeah you've never worked at wesh before that's all i'm saying that is true <laughs> i've been i've been to two i haven't been to three uh, yeah so we'll see but i appreciate that hey, well, uh, we'll kick it around uh, kick, you know kick it around a little bit um all right so a, a couple of other people are just chiming in um with was there ever a moment that you were on the air truly concerned uh with what was happening um, there was, what was the, oh, there was, there was the, um, it was the, not the storm, the storm of the century was my, believe it or not, was my first weekend on TV. No that way. That morning, uh, Danny trainer, he yeah. handed the reins over. He, he was, he wasn't coming in. It was a Saturday morning. I had to go, I went on the air. That was my first time on TV in central Florida was the storm of the century. No so that was, way. Yeah, that was crazy. It was a, what a start. Um, but no, the, the one that really stood out was the um, was the uh, uh, the the deadliest tornado event in Central Florida. Ninety eight. Um, Ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's 40, 42 people died. And in if Central my memory Florida. serves, wasn't Larry working that night? And it was like the set transition night, and it was like so yes. much happening. Yes, it was. Ho- yeah, it was a. It was one of those where. Yeah, Larry um, was the sports guy, and he, they had a sports show uh, once the news was over. And 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 there's a couple of there were a couple of previous weather events that had occurred that kind of preempted his sports show. And so rightly so, he was like, "Oh no, not another one! You guys are messing me up, right? I'm trying to do my sports, yeah. you know." But this was a serious event, and it ended up turning into and it, and that was that was kind of like on the earth. And, and, and that's the thing about that tornado event; it, it happened in the middle of the night. Um, and honestly, the coverage of that event wasn't like you would expect. Like you would think that everybody was just wall to wall all right. night long, but that was not the case. Yeah. Um, and but it was one of those where we knew just how bad it was becoming yeah. as we started because it came through so quick. Mm-hmm. And those tornadoes were, if I remember correctly, they were EF one to EF threes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was an EF four, but it was. Um, but yeah, forty-two people died. In I've Central got a graphic. Florida. I can that, look. That was just, just so that we've got. Yeah, look, F two, F three, F one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, and the yeah the worst one was down in the uh, Kissimmee area. Yeah. I remember that. And then the the one in San, the one that came across Sanford you, for years, you could still see when you go over the four seventeen. Yep. Over the bridge, heading up and towards Sanford uh, from uh, Lake Jessup, you would see still for years. You saw all the trees on mm-hmm. the damage, you know, and um, yeah, it was yeah, it was uh, that was not a good night. No, so, no. no, wow. Um, what was your funniest event in your career? Um, I, I, you know, the uh, I, I, two that come to mind. Uh, one was getting a pie in the face. Oh. Um, uh, when I was at a golf tournament and I was doing the weather live from the golf tournament. Um, so they ran up and threw a pie in my face. The, uh, and I'd say the, the, um, uh, uh, you know, for me, I guess some of the, uh, one of the other ones was being on TV and the lights went out. Uh, they, they, they blew. And so pieces of fire oh. uh, came down from the shield uh, back then when they had the lights, yeah. they, they were before the LEDs and that fire was coming down. <laughs> in front of me and it was in the dark and then I had and I and they stayed on me so I did the rest of my weather like oh, a shadow wow so all you saw was my shadow <laughs> like a shadow man and then with the monitor behind me it was so much fun because it was just it was just goofy and we just went with it yeah. you know and uh, so that's like the joy of live tv you can just kind of go with the flow yeah I guess so uh Pat's <laughs> Pat's asking what does Glenn think of the LRC the long range stuff you and I briefly had chatted about before oh. popping on you know what? I I think it is wonderful if you do not commit to anything too specific. Mm-hmm. And it's a, um, uh, I love it because it's based on the computer models, which, as we know, after about, you know, day six, seven, and eight, you start to lose some, you know, some of the uh, accuracy. But I think it's a, it's great because it really gives people a nice heads up yeah. as to, hey, in some of these, as you know, like, and this is what I have found over the years. Uh, 12 to 14 days sometimes out is sometimes more accurate than six days out. As you approach, it ends up reverting back it, it to does. what it originally had said 12 to 14 days out. Yeah. And so not always, but a lot of times it does. And so I think it's a very good tool for looking at uh, intensity of cold fronts, um, obviously tropical events, don't, don't know for sure where it's going to hit. You can't get, you can't get, can't yeah. bite into any of that. Right, right. But just giving an idea as to what's coming your way and what you may want to plan, and that I think is helpful for for viewers um, because then you know, hey, you know, I've got a vacation set, yeah. uh, or I our wedding is was our for our daughter is planned on this day, and and so there could be something big front coming through, and so so to me it's very useful, and um, and to me it's exciting because to me it's. Let's face it, if you're a real weather fanatic, you'd love to see stuff, you know, that yeah, far out right. into the future, right? And then you're like, ah, we were right, we got it, you know. And, and it's, you know, for, for me, it's also kind of neat because, like, for example, using the LRC, the, the, the overall idea is that these patterns just kind of cycle over and over and over again, right? So, like, I'm already seeing on some of the models a recycle of what was Nicole. Now, it's certainly not tropical in nature, but, like, this right. little part of the pattern comes back around I'm already seeing it on some of the long range models. And so it gives you this broader idea of kind of how things are playing out. And and for me, it's because of the timing, it it lets me put in my vacation time and not let it get canceled during hurricane season. (laughs) Smart man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Last question for anyone interested in the television weather field. 
You're a legend to me, so I've got to ask it, okay? Okay. What would you what would your piece of advice be to someone today interested in it? Today interested is to if you are a if if this is your passion, if you love weather and this is what you've you just see yourself being a weather person, do it. Number one, um, go get the degree because you're going to surround yourself with others. Uh, your four-year degree, science degree, whether it be Florida State University or Embry or, or, or Riddle or wherever you want to go get that degree um, uh, close to you, use that because you're going to surround yourself with people who really do love weather and they are fanatical about weather too. And then through that, you will grow. Uh, and then you will decide if it's you want to be in the world of television. Do you want to be in some other area of meteorology? Um, and if it ends up being that you want to be in the world of television meteorology, I think it's a wonderful career to be in. Um, just be aware before you get in, because I have had some interns at, uh, who had gone through the whole process. And yeah. then when they really realize it's like, oh, you know, I can't live near my family in Colorado. Yeah. They ended up deciding to not go into it. They, you know, they, they instead branched off and maybe uh, became a, a, a math teacher or something yep. like that, yep. which is wonderful, which yep. is great. So just, but just realize what you're kind of getting into uh, with television meteorology, because a lot of times, and Eric, you're very fortunate that you know this is where you grew up in right. Central Florida. So I'm very happy for you that this has always been your place, um, because it doesn't happen that way. I grew up in Chicago, yeah. um, and it is hard being away when you you know you move away from family or away from uh, parents, right? Um, you know, so it's a it's it, that's part of it. So be aware of that before you get into it. Mm -hmm. That your job may take you away, and if you're okay with that and you adapt to it, um, then it's fine because it is your passion. So if your passion do it the technology that's out that is out there now is wonderful yeah. uh, all i had back in high school was one book we had one book in high school called cloud physics or something like that and i used to take it out all the time <laughs> the same book uh, but nowadays there's so much online obviously yeah. that you can do and so and and, and keep excited about uh meteorology so yeah we we need more uh, meteorologists and those that are just fanatical about it because it's still a growing science and one that we need to learn more about i love it I love, thank you. Now, can I ask you a favor? Just because sure. I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. I, I grew up listening to you do the weather. Okay. You taught me how to do the weather. Would you be so kind to, to, to put on your meteorologist hat for sure. just a moment and do the weather? Would you, would you be so kind? Sure, I can do the, uh, I can, let me just see if I can dust it off a little bit. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It looks, you know what? It looks like this extremely, warm weather pattern will continue 86 degrees today which really isn't that bad it's actually a perfect day to go out fishing uh saturday though we're back up to 90 and it's going to stay overall hotter than normal uh through uh thursday and uh, eventually we're expecting to see the heat of summer return with thunderstorms but not really that much yet maybe a little bit on monday so the rainy season is still what do you say, Eric? A couple months away. Couple, yeah, months away. on average, the end of May. So we've got we've got a couple of months. Couple of months to go. So uh, so keep the sprinklers going, and uh, and if your neighbor is on vacation and they've got a pool, sneak into the pool. That's my advice. I, I have invited my I've invited my because my <laughs> pool's ninety degrees. <laughs> oh yeah. So I've invited everybody to come over and, and enjoy. Right. It's just like a people with a boat, right? Uh, Yes. Better have a friend with a boat than have a than boat. Have a boat. Yeah. 
If you have a couple seconds, Glenn, I'd love to to continue offline um, if you have a couple extra seconds. So I'll hang tight. All right, everybody. Glenn Richards, thank you very much for for joining us. That man took a chance on me, and I am forever grateful. All right, everybody. That's it. Beautiful weather for us today. Staying warm and dry. No burning. No throwing cigarette butts out the window. We don't need any more daggum fires, okay? All right, be the sunshine in someone else's day. I'll see you all at uh, 3.30 for the afternoon coffee talk. We'll dive into some data for this weekend and rain chances for early next week. All right, bye, y'all.